Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus walks. When my Jesus walks. When my Jesus walks. You all smell seeing the way. Oh, 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 what a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus walks. When my Jesus walks. When Jesus walks. You all smell seeing the way. Welcome to We Are Family Prayer Line. And I am called to pray for us to understand what fasting is. God continued to just show me scriptures. All of this is going through my mind. I've written notes, but I just say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Because what better way to celebrate Lent season which recognizes the 40 days of fasting that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ did for us on Valentine's Day. Because we know that, that God's love comes through our Savior Jesus Christ. I just shout hallelujah. So I'm working a lot out within my spirit and saying, Lord, here am I. Use me. And so let me pray. Heavenly Father, Philippians 1, 3, and 4, I feel like Paul proclaiming my gratitude and wanting to say, thank you, God, because every remembrance of my family, rather DNA or family through the body of Christ, I offer prayer with all joy as I pray for them all. Hallelujah. Lord, let me stand faithful and submissive to you so that I am always doing what is pleasing in your sight. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. So family, The focus tonight is the blessings of fasting, because the first thing I want to share with you is what is fasting? And I'm going to tell you that fasting, when I was young, er, (laughs) and even young, I came across Isaiah chapter 58, and it is in that scripture that I want to start with. Because in chapter 58, God is talking to the Israelites because they were wondering, why is it that the Lord is not hearing us? And so, you know, God is kind and he's ready to give you an answer. Amen. And he just gave them the facts because he said in Isaiah 58, the facts are that you fast only for strife, and brawling and to strike with the fist of wickedness. You do not fast as you do today to make your voice heard on high. That's a hallelujah because fasting is a desire so that we can be heard by God. And so God is making it clear that an empty fast is only a ritual. 
But Isaiah 58, 6, we see and hear the Lord saying, rather, is this not the fast which I choose to undo the bonds of wickedness, to tear the pieces, the ropes of the yoke? To let the oppressed go free, I'm getting ready to shout because that's the kind of fast I seek. And I pray you will too. And he goes on to say, and break every enslaving yoke. That's what fasting is about, family. Fasting is about coming unto the Lord and saying, Lord, I desire more of you. Because we know everything's been completed through Jesus Christ. And so, but we desire more of him to grow and to be closer to him because fasting is not a requirement of the scriptures, but fasting is an opportunity that gets us closer to the Lord because Jesus told us that some things can only be done by fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but I've grown close enough to the Lord, especially as we've gathered for the, since 2020, everybody's gotten closer to the Lord, I pray. But in that witness, how he brought us through it all, that's enough to say, Lord, I want more of you. And that's what fasting allows. When we fast, we have a desire, our voices to be heard in heaven because we come into God's presence. Isn't that where we want to be, to be in God's presence? And I really like what Tony Evans' study Bible says about fasting on these scriptures from Isaiah 58. He says, quote, so imagine the voice the church can have in heaven today if we come together across class, ethnicity, and denominational boundaries to collectively fast and call on God to intervene. That's my point of prayer. Lord, let our fasting and prayer keep us in your presence doing your will. Hallelujah. Just like Isaiah 58, verses 7 and 8 reads, Is it not to divide your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into the house? When you see the naked that you cover them and not to hide yourself from the needs of your own flesh and blood, then your light will break out like the dawn and your healing, restoration, new life will quickly spring forth. Your righteousness will go before you, leading you in peace and prosperity. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Now that's a hallelujah. That's what fasting allows for us to have, that closer relationship and that certainty to know that as we pray and as we deny ourselves, maybe you want to deny yourself from food. Maybe you want to deny yourself from some habits that you want to get rid of. You're going to be constantly in prayer, constantly reading the word that encourages you to grow stronger 
to do that what the Lord would have you to do. Because that's what I was reading about in Isaiah 58, verses 7 and 8. We should be feeding the hungry. We should be helping and giving houses to the homeless. We should be clothing the naked. When you see a relative in need, should not hiding from them, take care of them. Because when we do what we should be doing, the Lord promises to do for us. Hallelujah. And that's what fasting is. We are in his will. Hallelujah. We are glorifying him through the book of Esther. And we know the story of Esther. Esther was a queen. And so when she became queen, and we see this in chapter two of Esther, to even get her to that point was pretty amazing. But by the time we get to chapter four in the book of Esther, we see that she is given a question by her uncle Mordecai, who actually raised her as a child. And he's telling her about how the decree to annihilate the Jews is there. And he's asking her to go before the king on their behalf. And she's like, but you know, caught up in protocol. You know, that's not the way it it runs, (laughs) you know. But Mordecai gives her this question. Who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? And he was referring to God placing her at the right place for the right time to plead with the king to save Israel from annihilation. And so the book of Esther highlights for us the foundational truth that God is involved in the events of the world in order to save his people from the evil of the world. Can I get an amen? I'm going to give an amen because we know the kind of world we're living in right now. Hallelujah. We know exactly what's going on in this country right now. The division, the level of lies, the how people are being blinded to the level of truth. But to God be the glory, we can take solace in the fact that God knows exactly what's going on. Hallelujah. Because he's a sovereign God with omnipotence, hallelujah, and omniscience. He knows everything, and he's everywhere. And so when we look at our situation, we can look at Esther because what Esther's response was, she desires to know what God wants her to do. And so she says in Esther Chapter 4, verse 16, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Now that's a hallelujah because we all need to know that we need to stand for something. And that's what Esther was saying. She knew if it's going to be the right thing to do, God is going to make it clear to her. And if she perish, she perish. So when we continue to read the book of Esther, of course we know that God honored the corporate fast and the prayer 
to save the Jews and Esther. And you can read about it yourself in chapter 8, showing the blessings of fasting, because that's our focus. There are blessings in fasting. Not only did God save Israel, but God showed you reap what you sow. Because the person who devised the annihilation was hanged with his whole family on the gallows he had built to kill the Jews. So we do need to make a stand. And when we make a stand, we're asking, Lord, let our light shine through. That's what it's about. We have a responsibility as believers because we know Jesus firsthand to show his goodness, to show his mercy, his hope that we have ready to tell that to other people. Hallelujah. Ready to help an evil world know that there is a God and that there is goodness. Hallelujah. And so that's the second point of our prayer. Lord God, help us to study your word, to know and understand the blessings of fasting. Hallelujah. And the most important fast, and the one that really kind of caught my attention, is the fasting that Jesus had. Hallelujah. And we look at that fast in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 16. And I want you to read it for yourselves. And I'm going to just share a little bit about it because in Matthew 3, verses 13 through 16, you'll read how Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist and how the heavens opened and John the Baptist saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and settled upon Jesus, where we hear from the scriptures in Matthew three seventeen that says, And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased and delighted. Then in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to fast for 40 days and nights. Can you imagine that? God has just said, you are my son and I am well delighted. But to God be the glory. Look what that fasting allowed him to do. Because we read the very first incident he had, guess who he met? Yep, you're right. He met the devil. <laughs> After you've been riding high and praising God, you came through 40 days of fasting. Yes, you're going to be hungry, but there's a level of closeness that you have by communing with the Father. Hallelujah. And so we read in Matthew chapter 4, verse 3. And the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, mm -hmm, command that these stones become bread. And then Jesus responds in Matthew 4, 4. But Jesus replied, it is written and forever remains written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Do you wonder where these words are written? <laughs> right there in Deuteronomy 8.3 that reads, So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, 
and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus was tested two more times, overcoming every test with the power of God's word. Read it for yourselves. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 9. Jesus' response began with, it is written. Family, when we know the word of God, we know what we can stand on. Hallelujah. That is our strength. Glory to God. That is our rock. Because we know that in John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Hallelujah. And that is Jesus. Glory to God. And so family, and I've shared with you examples of scriptures where people chose to fast, to seek God, to become stronger, to do his will. Hallelujah. And no better example than that of Jesus Christ. So as you approach into prayer with the Lord to say, Lord, would you have me to fast? Because the only fast that really succeeds is the fast that that God will call us to. For I'm going to testify that God has called me to fast. And when I have fasted, I tell you, it has been a most beautiful blessing that I can ever have. Because to be in God's presence, all I can shout is hallelujah. And I want to say that It always has to start with Jesus Christ. And so therefore, if there's someone who desires to know Christ as their Savior, or if there's someone who desires to renew and come closer to the Lord, then join me in the repentance prayer and pray it along with me in agreement. Heavenly Father, Thank you for Romans 10, 9, and 10, because I acknowledge and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead so I can be saved. For with my heart, I believe in Christ as Savior, giving me his justification, making me righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God. And with my mouth, I acknowledge and confess my faith openly, resulting in and confirming my salvation. Thank you, Jesus. I am saved. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, family, let us end in prayer. Heavenly Father, we rejoice in you loving us and allowing us to be reconciled with you, able to come boldly to the throne of grace and mercy. Lord, help us study your word to know and understand the blessings of of fasting. Lord, lead us and direct us so that we can seek even more of you as we approach Resurrection Day. Hallelujah. Let us know and understand what it is you would have us to do. And Lord, we know that we can only come to you because we have accepted Jesus. And Lord, we know that as we've been reading in Romans chapter 7, we know that there's always a struggle of flesh and spirit within us. And so, Lord, 
we say, forgive us for any of our sins. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us and directing us and reminding us that Jesus Christ has paid the price for it all and that we are free. Hallelujah. And let ones that are free and are redeemed say so. Hallelujah. So Lord, we pray that you lead us to understand fasting. And we pray, Lord, that we become the light to shine over darkness, just like Jesus, who now shines in our heart to give us the light and the knowledge of the glory and majesty of God. Clearly revealed your word for Isaiah 58, 7 and 8. Help us to share our blessing with the hungry and to provide for the homeless, to clothe the naked, and to not hide ourselves from the needs of our loved ones. Lord, let us do your will. And we know that there's a blessing in fasting. So we pray that you lead us, give us clarity. And in Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And Lord, I want to shout hallelujah because our cousin has come through and is doing well with her heart surgery. And dear Lord, I pray for my sister, dear God, and continue to be with her, um, strengthen her, and guide her, dear Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for those who are in need right now. We know you are a God that meets every need. And so we lift them in prayer, dear God. For your word says, if you be lifted up, you will draw all men unto you. And so, Lord, we're praying for those that are in need right now. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving, and I pray that all that have joined us, that their homes be blessed, and that they be blessed, and their children are blessed, dear Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.